Hi, and welcome to Lamplighter Podcast. My name is Rebecca, and this is my squirrel friend, Momo. Hello, kids. We have an exciting story for you today. In each of our stories, we are going to learn about one virtue. A virtue is anything that is good and right and true. Virtues are like little lights that shine bright and beautiful in a story. Can I tell them about letters from Momo? Go ahead. I want to send you a real letter in the mail once a month. In my letters, I will tell you more silly forest stories, talk about virtues, and show you a real historical person who practiced that virtue. Oh, and uh, I'll also talk about acorns. If you would like to get letters from Momo in the mail once a month, just ask your adult to visit lamplighterkids.com. If you sign up before the 20th, you will get a letter from Momo for that month. Visit lamplighterkids.com for more information. So, are you ready? Come and listen while we light the way to your imagination. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to share our story with you today. It's about the fastest land animal in the world. Do you know what animal that is? Oh, I know, I know. Is it sloths? Sloths are not very fast, Momo. Oh, that's right. Um, how about turtles? <laughs> turtles are known for being pretty slow animals. Can you think of any animals that have spots that live in Africa that are extremely fast? Um, spotted zebras? Oh boy, I guess we'll just have to start the story for you to find out, Momo. I have a feeling that most of our listeners already know what animal I'm talking about. So, Let's go on a story adventure into the grasslands of Africa. Cheetahs and children were not supposed to play together. At least that's what Samira's mother had said ever since she was a young cheetah cub. Her mother told her and her brothers to stay far away from the human village that lay beyond the farthest hill. Samira had wondered what was so dangerous about humans, but she wanted to be a good cheetah cub, so she listened to her mother and never ventured over that way. She didn't mind much. There was so much to explore in their exciting grassland, and she was an extra curious cub, enjoying each new tree, rock, and waterhole that she found. Samira, you're under attack! Dakari, her brother, laughed and pounced on her at the edge of the waterhole where she and her family came to drink. Samira quickly turned around before he landed on her, wrapping him in a tight hold as they tumbled over and over. Her other brother, Santi, saw the fun and joined in. Samira loved wrestling with her brothers, testing out her strength. They pushed and pulled and growled, finally stopping in a large heap of dirty fur. That <laughs> was fun. Samira stood up and shook the dust off her spotted fur. Although she and her two brothers were almost grown cheetahs, 
they still loved wrestling, just like they did when they were small cubs. Their mother lay happily on her side, enjoying the sun, smiling at their youthful behavior. When she saw that they were done wrestling, she got up and stretched, saying, All right, you crazy cubs, it's getting late. We better leave the waterhole before dark. Let's go find a tree to sleep in. Everyone ran over to their mother and began following her back through the tall grasses, looking at some of their favorite trees to see where they wanted to sleep. Samira was bouncing and running around, still very full of energy. She wanted to go exploring, something her mother had just started letting her do by herself. Mom, do you think I could stay up and explore a little? Please, I still have so much energy. Her mother sighed and laughed. I don't know where your energy comes from, Zamira. Your two brothers and I are so ready to sleep. But since you asked and since you understand the dangers of the grasslands, you can go play. Just be sure to come find us before it gets too dark out. Samira licked her mother in thanks and said goodbye to her brothers, who yawned in response. She skipped off, remembering everything her mother taught her about how to be safe in the grasslands. She had to be as quiet as possible, listen for danger, and of course, stay away from the human village. She walked and pounced on small bugs for a while, then would move onward toward the next interesting thing. A hole that smelled like meerkats, some birds with bright yellow feathers. She even saw a group of antelope in the distance and walked a bit closer. She sat and dreamed of the day she could hunt just like her mom. As she was watching the antelope, she began to notice a new noise, something she'd never heard before. It was coming from over the hill nearby. She ducked low in the grass and went to see what it was. When she got to the top, she lifted her head to peek through the grass and realized with a start that she was at the human village. She hadn't been paying attention when she was exploring and ended up right where she shouldn't be. She watched as a group of young boys kicked a bright red ball back and forth, yelling and laughing as they went. They were such interesting creatures on their two legs, playing their games together. It reminded her a bit of her brothers and her. Then something even more interesting happened. The boys began to sing. She had heard birds and bugs making interesting noises, but this was different. She was mesmerized by the rhythms and harmonies. She had never heard anything like it. Then, a bigger human called to the boys, and they all ran into the nearest house. Their red ball had been forgotten, rolling downward until it bumped into the base of a tree at the bottom of the hill. Samira felt more curious than ever. These humans seemed very nice, and that ball looked like so much fun. She kept watching the house to see if they'd come out again, but it seemed they were in for the evening. Her eyes landed on that red ball again. What fun it would be to play with that. Maybe she could even bring it home and play with her brothers. 
she found herself walking closer and closer to the ball, deciding that it was just too much fun to resist. She sniffed the ball when she got close, then lightly tapped it with her paw. It rolled a bit, so she tapped it harder. It rolled away a few feet. She smiled. This was fun. She walked forward to tap the ball again, and then nearly jumped out of her skin when she saw a small, shaking boy looking at her from the other side of the tree. Please, don't eat me, the boy whispered. I can't believe I decided to hide from my friends, and now I'm going to get eaten by a cheetah. This is not my day. The boy then closed his eyes and hugged his knees close. Samira was frozen in place. She looked at the ball. She looked at the boy. She knew she should probably just run away, back to her mother in the grasslands, far from the humans. But something about the boy stopped her. She wondered if he could play with the ball like the other boys. It seemed kind of fun to think about a new playmate. She tapped the ball toward the boy, and it bounced off his legs. His eyes opened wide, looking at the ball, then at Samira. He slowly reached his hand out and hit the ball away from himself. There you go, little cheetah. You can have this. Just don't eat me. Samira ran, stopped the ball, and hit it back at him. The boy began to smile slowly. He loosened up his hold on his legs and stood, kicking the ball back to her. Back and forth, back and forth, the cheetah and the child passed the ball. Samira had only ever played with her brothers, and she loved finding a new playmate and a new toy. She thought the boy was having fun too, by the way he was smiling. I can't believe this he said one time. I'm playing ball with a cheetah. Then he spun around and kicked again. Samira suddenly realized that it was getting dark. She stopped, ran up to the boy, gave him a lick on the hand, and then started running toward the grasslands. The boy watched in amazement and waved. Goodbye, cheetah friend. I hope I can see you again. Samira made a small chirping noise in reply and continued to run. At first, she felt so excited. What a great adventure she had had today. But as she got closer to the tree where her family slept, she started to realize what she'd done. Not only had she gone to the human village, she had played with a human boy. What would she tell her mother? She slowed down, listening to the crickets singing in the evening air. Now she felt very nervous. She wondered if maybe she just shouldn't tell her mother about her evening. Or maybe she could come up with a different story. She could just not tell the truth about where she'd been. But every time she thought of that, she knew it wouldn't feel good. Even if her mother never found out, Samira would always know that she hadn't told her mother the truth, and she didn't want to always feel like she was hiding something. 
With these thoughts in mind, she climbed the tree and settled down next to her family to sleep. She thought of that beautiful music the boys had sung. She thought of the fun game she had played. And she thought of her mother. What would she think when she told her in the morning? What did you end up doing last night, Samira? Did you find anything fun to explore? Samira's mom walked ahead of her and her brothers through a small patch of trees, going toward the waterhole for a morning drink. Samira had been waiting nervously all morning for this question. She took a deep breath and said, Well, I did find something fun to explore. And the way she said it made her mother stop and look at her with curiosity. Oh, and what was it? She asked. Samira looked at her two brothers who were also looking at her curiously. Well, I kind of ended up at the human village. I didn't mean to. I was having so much fun and suddenly it was so close and I heard noises and got so curious then... Well, they had this fun toy, a red ball, and I ended up playing with one of the human boys. Samira looked down, not knowing what her family would think of her now. There was a short silence, and then her mother came over to her and licked her face comfortingly. Well, my cubling, thank you for being honest with me. You could have lied, and I never would have known, but you didn't. I like being able to trust you fully. I forgive you for going to the village, and I'm very thankful that there were no mean humans there. In fact, it sounds as if you found a friend. Oh, I did, Mama. This little boy was so much fun, Samira said. I kind of, well, I kind of wish I could go visit him again. Dakari and Santi would love him too. It's so fun to kick that ball around. Well, we can talk about that some more. Maybe I'll come visit the village myself sometime and see if it's safe. Perhaps it's full of people who would be kind to us. Samira and her family did visit the village again. Many times, in fact. Samira's mother never came too close, always watching from the top of the hill. But Samira and her brothers became good friends with the boys from the village. One of Samira's favorite things was to hear the people sing. They loved to sing, and Samira always marveled at how different human songs were from anything else she knew. One day, when Samira and her brothers arrived to play ball with the boys, they were happy to hear singing. All the boys were singing one of Samira's favorite tunes. Super speed, honesty, honesty.
One of the boys noticed Samira and her brothers nearby and kicked the ball high in the air, landing it right in front of her paws. It was time to play another game with their human friends. As they ran and played, Samira felt glad that she had been honest to her mother about visiting the human village. If she hadn't been honest, she never could have come back and become friends with everyone. They would have had to keep hiding from this village full of kind humans. She felt so happy that she ran at top speed around and around the boys while they clapped and cheered. They always loved seeing her run as fast as she could. She was thankful that some cheetahs and some children could play together after all. Well, I learned two things in this story. I learned that honesty is very important and I learned that cheetahs are the fastest land animals, not sloths. <laughs> it's always good to learn something new, isn't it? Samira was very brave when she decided to practice our virtue in this episode. Honesty. Being an honest person means that you care about the truth. It also means that people can trust you. Trust is very important when you want to have happy and fun relationships. Honesty also makes you feel good because you never feel like you have to hide things from people. Samira didn't want to hide the truth from her mom because she wanted to have a relationship based on trust. I'm glad she did. This story got me thinking. I wonder how fast I can run. I kind of want to try to run as fast as a cheetah. Wow, well, that sounds quite challenging, Momo. Why don't we go outside and I can time you while you run? But first, let's do question time. Question one. Why is it important to practice honesty? Question two. Can you remember a time where you did or didn't practice honesty? How did it make you feel? Okay, is it cheetah time yet? I want to run so fast, you won't even see me move. Here I go. Well, there goes Momo. I better follow him. We have some racing to do. I hope you all have a fun and very speedy day. Thanks for listening to Lamplighter Podcast today. If you liked our story, please leave us a review. It really helps other listeners find these stories. If you're interested in subscribing to Letters from Momo, just visit our website at lamplighterkids.com. I also love to hear from my listeners. You can email me anytime at lamplighterkids at gmail.com. <laughs>